The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. It's not too late for Dallas to trade for Stephen A. Smith. Welcome to a week two edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. Want to know? Feels good. A.J. Brown is a stud. Said it before, Eagles country, let's fly. With us as always is Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, did you feel a little bad for the Cardinals at any point last week? I don't see why. You got to study if you want to win the games. Hey, we got Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, Jamel, would you consider yourself a Wentz wackadoodle at this point? Absolutely, Dan. I'm all the way in. I'm 100% in. Go Commanders. Uh, we are going to take command. What I'm going through is like, um, you know what happens when when them fools try to cr- climb Everest and then they die on the way to the top? Because mm-hmm. when, you, when you freeze to death right before you die, you feel real warm. That's me. Is Wentz Wackadoodles, is that a good fan club name? Should we work on that? You good? Yeah, that's our, I think that's already the name of uh, the wing of the, the psych ward in uh, Prince George's County. They already call them the Wentz Wackadoodles. <laughs> it sounds like a, a dog that uh, is lame. But anyways, <laughs> let's go on. It's just us three today, guys. How'd you guys enjoy week one? Where'd you watch? What's going on? Well, week one was a pleasure. I will say one of the negatives was where I watched. I'm in Kansas City. You'd think I'd be at Arrowhead, uh, which, of course, was not where the game was. But you'd think I'd be somewhere in the Kansas City sports world enjoying it fully. Nope. In my sister's basement, watching it with my three-year-old niece, begging me to come in and play in her toy kitchen the entire time. Did not take away from a 20-plus point drubbing, but just not ideal conditions. Jamel, I know you were struggling for a, a part of the morning looking for a correct stream to get your precious commanders on that screen. Yeah, you know, um, watching at home at 10 a.m., I was down bad. Uh, I think I, I see why everybody has a MacBook now. I'm trying to make some moves, and um, the Lenovo ThinkPad wasn't agreeing with my decisions, basically. Mm. But I figured it out after halftime because I still got my old iPhone 7. I did a little uh, shake and bake through the seven up. I could, I could, I could cast that on the screen. You feel me? Uh, no big whoop. Uh, so it was fine. And then I spent the night games. Went to the grocery store with the girlfriend, and then threw on the night game. She asks, "Is there still football?" I say, "Yes. It's been for one hundred and one years. There has been a uh, Sunday night game." <laughs> At this time, 5.15. And then we, we watched the game. We was chilling. And um, then she was like, hey, you know, it's, that's funny. I've been getting these TikToks 
uh, it's this wife who hates football. Look at this. And then I thought she was going to show me a sketch. It was just this lady reenacting an actual argument she had with her husband with no, uh, no jokes, no tags, just a, just a play. I just watched a actual dramatization of a real argument on TikTok. And now, then we talked about that for a while. And was she playing both characters or was it that thing on TikTok she where was they playing, point to the text like Russell Wilson? No, no. She was playing both characters, turned her hat oh. backwards. Oh. It's crazy, son. And I was like, oh. well. Russell Wilson seems to be playing multiple characters. Does he have a personality disorder? His personality disorder is he he has Instagram boyfriend disorder. That's what he has. Ooh. If he didn't play football, he wouldn't even watch games on Sunday. Like there's too there's too much juiciness with the Russell Wilson storyline because we still got Monday night to talk about or uh, yeah Monday night's game. I mean we gotta you know we gotta save the rust juice for he's taking pictures at a pumpkin patch right now, man. <laughs> we lost him, man. He gone. More rust juice to come later in the show, but let's start this week the way we always do by talking about what we hated about watching football. We finally had a full slate. Week one is in the books. Danny Solomon, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Oh, baby. I mean, there's so little to hate when you're in football heaven. It doesn't matter where you're watching or how you're watching. If football is on week one after this long drought of bullshit and preseason games, you're just happy to have real counts football. Football that actually counts, that matters. Your team's winning and losing. And it really makes a difference in your life. And all three of our teams won. So this is tough. But I'm going to go with legal sports betting. Mm. That's what I hated. All right. Now, here's the thing. I love it. I love it. I'm in Kansas City right now. It's my dad's 70th birthday. I had to make the trip. And in Kansas, it just became legal. So I placed a bet at the Argosy Casino. Nothing huge. Just a parlay, Chiefs to win with Mahomes going over 300 yards. Made a cool 70 bucks. NBD. Problem is, now I've got the juice. And I want more. That's Mm -hmm. what the, I mean, and the worst part is that all of the 35-year-old plus sports fans that I hang out with, they all want more juice too. My Comedians Fantasy League buy-in just doubled because there wasn't enough action. I got roped into doing another Pick'em League. That's on top of our podcast league which is for a hundred dollar gift card nothing to sneeze at and i still crave more and i can get it because now we got prop 27 which is that gambling referendum in california and there's a lot of ads right now apparently it's going to screw over a bunch of native tribes but it's also going to save a bunch of other native tribes plus there might be money for the homeless i don't know but it's going to pass that's the bottom line we're going to have it and all my friends are going to want to make bets and the peer pressure is going to be too great because we really don't have anything else to live for. Some of us have kids. Some of us are married. That's whatever. It doesn't really fill the days. Can't get any fulfillment from our careers because they're not going that well. They're fine at best, I would say, on average. Sports betting will be the only consistent source of joy for all of us aging millennials. And fuck, man, I don't know how to say no. I just don't know how to say no. It's all I have. 
And I don't know what I'm doing. So in six months, we're all going to be ruined. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm wrapped up myself. You got DraftKings, you have fantasy leagues, you have, uh, bookies at this point. Jamel and I think we both use the same bookie. Somehow. I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, Jamie bad. Fox running around with multiple phones on my TV, telling me to place bets all the time. These prop 26, 27 ads, the ads are great. Cause then it'll be like, oh, if you vote no on prop 27, only a few tribes are going to get the money. You but think then, that's fair? And it's like, well, wait, hold we, up, son. There, we we got rid of all the tribes. It's almost no tribes. I, I don't want to fuck over the Pachanga Indians, but I mean, I don't know who these other people were helping out are. And, you know, a lot of people want some more housing for the homeless. Pro Prop 27 guys are saying that's what it's all about. What am I supposed to think? It's all going to come out in the wash. The question is, is, do you want sports betting? Now, wait, is FanDuel going to tell me where they're going to put the fucking homeless houses? Now, FanDuel is completely unaccountable. I I mean, are we really going to see some like, you know, fucking suit and tie FanDuel exec out there, out there with like a pickaxe building encampments with real working plumbing for the homeless? Probably not. Probably not. Damn, that would rule, though. I'd like to know if there's a prop bet that I can place to bet on whether prop 27 passes or not. That's how down the rabbit hole I am. Whoa. Galaxy brain. I mean, sure. And it will. That's my point is that there's no way around it. California is going to have betting. If Kansas can have betting, then your town is eventually going to have it because nobody wants to miss out on the cash grab. It's, you know, whatever good it does, whatever evil it does, we're just going to end up doing it anyway. We're evil. We've already bought into football. It's true. Yeah, it's true. We watch football multiple times a week, so we're pretty bad. The point is that I don't want to lose any money, and I will, because my fantasy team lost by 50 points, so I am, let's say, not accurate on on my guesses for what the season will bring. But you're right, Danny, because when you take a step back after a football Sunday, you have to look up at the wall and take stock of how your day went instead of how your team's day went. So it's, you got a chief's win, but then you have all these other low points throughout the day that kind of ruin the Sunday. And then there's some Sundays where the chiefs lose, but you made out like a bandit. And so how do you, how are you supposed to feel? You're $200 richer, but your team sucks. I think it is so confusing that I would love the money. Yeah, I would actually. I want the money. But Dan, Dan is saying this, and and I was kind of making that point too. It's like this is just the only way I can feel anything. I'm give me the feelings. I need them. Every day is just a blur without them. If I made money, I can at least feel some sort of a, an imperiousness over my peers that I did something to beat them, and that feeling of domination is kind of all I have to go on now. We wish you luck. I'm going to need it. For sure. Jamel, what'd you hate about watching football this week? I I hated that I hate Tom Brady more than I hate the Cowboys. Ooh. Yeah, that was a confusing game to watch. It was a confusing game to watch. 
and it made me feel really conflicted, misusing my influence. Cause like the 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 perfect weekend for the last thirty four years of my life was the Washington Football Commander Skins win, and then I get to watch the Cowboys lose in primetime. It's the best way to start the year. It happens about 60% of the time. And it rocks. It always did. But we when we won the game, and then the way the Cowboys, for the Cowboys to lose, and then, like I, I found myself rooting for Ezekiel Elliott at points. I was happy to see him have Ugh. good runs. Ugh. I saw, what's their dumbass cowboy collar ass uh, linebacker? What's his name? Van Der Esch? <laughs> Is he still out there? I was yeah. rooting for the Van Der Esch. Oh. Neck roll guy. Neck roll. I was just happy there was a neck roll guy I got to watch. It made me feel like I was watching the program. <laughs> and just the way, and then just to watch Tom Brady calmly win a game after like what? No preseason snaps and abandoning his family. Not to mention I'm missing the fucking pick and the fucking pick him. I I need all them picks, man. You did miss that one. It's true. Yeah, I don't know. I just, something, the the Cowboys just, the way they like, Stephen A. Smith is making fun of them again. It's just, it just, it hurts to, it's like, it's like I'm watching Charlie Brown miss the football in real life. It finally hit me in the Charlie Brown part of my heart. The Cowboys. I felt bad for them. At the end of most movies, the villain goes down. And I think this season, Tom Brady is going down. This is That's the it. year. This We are going to watch it, and it is going to be beautiful. The world is going to heal because of this. He's going to go down in such a fiery hellstorm that we are all going to savor. I could just see Danny dreaming about it in your face right now. I'm not, not even I'm in the worried. same room. I, You're worried it's not going to is- happen? The fact that we're putting this out into the air, whatever spell that he cast long ago mm-hmm. using the, the ears of a dead child or whatever it was to to create a force field of victory around himself, like this is the exact kind of thing that fuels that dark magic and wishing him to be gone, wishing for him to have a terrible season, expecting it in any way, it emboldens and empowers him. It's true. I've learned of this as well. The incantation is too strong. So many children's ears. Newt pee. You have to do the opposite of what he is expecting you to do. He expects you to try to defeat him. He expects you to to believe in his demise. You need to to actually believe in him and root for him. He doesn't like that. That's the kind, like, love hurts him. It's like in the Care Bears. It reminds me of Freddy, it reminds me of Freddy Krueger, to be honest, where fear is what fuels him. If, if the town doesn't remember him, that's when he has no power. So the only way to defeat him by, is what you're saying, is to go into Bill Belichick's dreams and kill him or pull him out into the real world. How do we do this? Well, we have That's- to first, you know, you get a time machine, you bring back Aaron Hernandez. Oh, <laughs> ooh, I like this. 
You feel I it? I like then, where this is going. Then we unleash Aaron Hernandez into Bill Belichick's dreams, uh, tenant oh. style. Mm-hmm. Tenet, the, the, the one movie that Christopher Nolan made that's not about dreams. And it's so once, tempted, yeah, once, he's once out. you unleash Hernandez, there's a lot of fucking, sucking, slashing, a lot of crazy shit going on. Buckling. You have TD to look scoring. At, I, the fact that his wife doesn't love him anymore. She's estranged. And then he goes out and wins a game. That says it all. His wife and kids are gone. He's playing better than ever. To me, that just says he's got an inverse relationship with love. And I feel like he needs to be... I, I don't know how it would work. Maybe there's some dream entering going on. I, we got to do the math. We got to get some top scientists, dreamologists... Yeah. And you know, Can just we some get, filmmakers we, out there. Should we book horror movie guys? Should we book someone like somebody who like is an expert on like dreams, and then we have them on, and then we're like, look, we're trying to incept Tom Brady into being bad. What All kind of I'm shot do we have? You can't you can't beat him the conventional way, and hoping that he's gonna somehow fall off a cliff. It's never worked. He's still here. He's 59 years old. Still standing, we, still strong. We got to get like an army of Ouija boards out there or something. I don't know. It's just rough. Keep feeling, feeling so powerless because I know for a long time we have tried to figure this thing out. And now we're thinking about unleashing dream undead Aaron Hernandez. That's where <laughs> we're at with Tom Brady. It sucks. Uh, what I hated about watching football this week, the AFC South. It is atrocious. We're going to have to watch one of these teams in a home playoff game. Lovey Smith's beard is out of control. Matt Ryan is way past his expiration date. The Jags extended Carson Wentz's career by at least five games last week. And the Titans gave away their best player this offseason for no good goddamn reason. The Uvalde high school football team was at the Texans Colts game and they had to watch a tie. Come on, man. We got to do better than this. This is the most entertaining division in football. No, 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 it's a mess. Danny, I know you hyped up the Jags last episode, but Trevor Lawrence just might be bad. Yeah, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) One game. That's all it takes. I, it seemed like the Texans wanted a tie when they punted with a minute left. At that point, you're playing just to not lose. It is, it's pitiful. And the Colts are supposed to be the best team in this division, but I have no faith in Matt Ryan. I don't know what to make of that team. I, I The AFC South is offensively bad to me, and I will be picking against them every single week going forward. I will not renege on this. It's non-negotiable. These team, the, the winner of this division will finish below 500. Mm. I feel like that gives me and Jamel an opportunity in the picks, but I like it. I mean, I, I do believe that they're a bad division and you might actually get somewhere by just making it a rule to bet against them. But, you know, if there's no room for 
subjective thought, we can sneak in there. I mean, what if the what if the Titans play uh, the Bears? Bears. Then that seems crazy. At least no worth a, a second thought. None. I'm out. Remember, the NFC East for the last couple of years was the laughing stock. It's now the AFC South after one week. I can definitely say these are the four worst teams. Uh, let's move on. It was a tragic day in the Johnson household uh, this past Thursday when the queen, God rest her soul, uh, her spirit left her body, went up to heaven. I know Jamel felt that really hard. And I'm sorry. Nah, Hope you're so doing th- all right. Thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. For sure. So in honor of, of Jamel and his extended family and, and the royal family, the queen's death had us thinking about the crown itself and where it should go. Danny, you want to explain this crown and where you're going to put it? Look, we all saw Prince Charles ascend to become King Charles III. He had that speech dusty old full of shit speech that he had where like in the middle of it, he got mad at some servant for not pulling something off of his Royal desk or whatever. This guy is unfit to be the King of anything. We shouldn't even have a King, frankly, but since we do, why shouldn't it be an NFL player? We just saw some guys ball out in week one and it's maybe time that they get the crown instead. Is it a metaphorical crown? I'm not sure. Maybe we do what what I thought the next National Treasure movie should be. Steal the crown jewels. Get all that shit. Hand it to the best player in the league. Obviously, that's Patrick Mahomes, but I won't make that the pick for this week. I'm just saying, after week one, who would you like to give a coronation ceremony to? Slap that fuzzy, weird-looking crown on his head. And for me, that man is one. Daniel J. Dimes. Whoa. Come on, man. Danielle Dimes? That's right, sir. Much like Prince Charles himself, he never thought this moment would come. But he makes a miraculous comeback in this week one game, down seven at the two-minute warning, gets the TD, gets the two-point try. Granted, it was after he'd thrown a horrendous end zone pick that everyone laughed at on the internet. And really, it was Saquon who did the majority of the work. The vast majority of the work, really. But he still got the dub. Daniel Dimes is feeling good. He is the NFL's Brendan Fraser right now. Everyone counted him out. Thought his career was over. That he couldn't hack it anymore. Now he's in Venice getting six-minute standing ovations for playing a super fat guy. There's Oscar buzz. The whole world loves him again. So, Sir Daniel Dimes, you get my week one crown. We love you now. You are the guy we are rooting for in the NFC East. All three of us. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, Carson Wentz, who I just did this for last week. It's now Danny Dimes. (laughs) And I hope that you stop to enjoy the moment because it may never happen again. In fact, it won't. You're likely going about 2-14, and 14, and this is the last happy memory you're going to have of this season. But that's a problem for another day. For now, go out to New York City, get hammered, then go back to your little McMansion, 
and pop on Encino Man. It is a classic. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah that is pretty good. <laughs> um, this is disgusting, Danny. It's uh, I don't know if you're trolling or if you mean this, but Daniel Jones is like the logo for a third string quarterback. They should just put his silhouette up. He is the front man, and he doesn't belong as a starter. It's literally queen behavior. Like, he's <laughs> Daniel Dimes. He's just standing back there. Meanwhile, India is growing tea out the ass, getting this money nonstop. Look, is his empire built on the backs of better players that he colonialized? Sure. But he is the face on the money in New York. Oh, it's a dime. It's, He's, it's literally, it's a fucking dime. It's, it's, he, it, I, you want the Jets? You want Zach Wilson slash Joe Flacco? No, he's the king of New York right now. He should be the king of England too. New York should actually annex England, honestly. That's really yeah. the point I'm making. Why is England its own country? <laughs> and I'm not trolling. Is... I, I'm proud of Danny Dimes for holding on. He is my upset of the week. He got me. My start yeah. in winning the picks this week. I made yeah. a bold pick, and I'm glad Danny Dimes stepped up for me. So I'm I'm really into him. Jamel, who are you crowning? I'm crowning OJ Simpson. <laughs> Come on. As soon as the queen died, next thing you know, OJ's at SoFi Stadium with Buffalo Bills vans on. He's back and he's better than ever, guys. This is what being regal is all about. You know what I'm saying? Beating the case. Getting out of town for a while. Coming back hard. We're going to have to deal with OJ at NFL games all season. Is he going to dress up like Mahomes for Halloween again? You better believe it. Come on, man. He got better prosthetics. Than last year now. The wig's going to be better. He might even do a little impression. OJ is my king and my queen. OJ's re-entry into the NFL sphere has been mm-hmm. unbelievable to witness. We saw, him start a twi- we saw him start a Twitter account like what, a few years ago? And we were like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this guy is just out there talking about the NFL like he's can just do that and then we saw him at a Bills game and we're like okay well it's Buffalo I guess that's his safe space and now he's returned to the scene of the crime he's back in Los Angeles at Rams games yeah the full circle he's at SoFi Stadium fucking Ellen goes to SoFi so what's he do these this is a home for posh liberal LA celebrities to half watch the games. OJ should have no place there, let alone in a luxury box. It is insane that he is allowed back in polite society. He has blood on his hands. They said the same, they said the same thing about Archduke Ferdinand, Danny, and look at him. Well, I wouldn't let him in so it wasn't even just the luxury box. It was the tailgate. There are many videos of OJ playing drinking games, posing with 
pictures of Rams and Bills fans. He's fully embraced by the NFL community right now. And Jamel is our latest pod person to join the OJ hive mind. It's insane. I can't believe he got you. Hey, Arenthal, you dropped this. Crown him. Put the crown on him. You want to crown his uh, ass? You drop this. It's a glove and a knife. <laughs> Get oh out of here. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so I wanted to crown the doctor on the, on the Dallas Cowboys sideline who checked out Dak's hand just because he was wearing a cowboy hat and being a doctor at the same time. That was fun. But really, I had to zoom out and crown Jerry Jones because he's the one who made that doctor wear that cowboy hat, (laughs) (laughs) which is just an insane thing. So the crown belongs to Jerry. He's still the best at getting wall-to-wall coverage for a team that has not been good for 30-plus years. So we got Dr. Stetson on the sidelines. We have Micah Parsons on Twitter going crazy. We have Cooper Rush as their starting quarterback. The Cowboys season is off to a phenomenal start. They did not score a touchdown this week. They were the only team. I remember hearing how injury-prone Wentz was when I was a Wentz wackadoo. But Dak is a walking sling at this point. He's injured every year. The O-line is a disaster. Jason Peters is 40 years old and is going to have to play next week. Just... The receivers are fucking trash. CeeDee Lamb, I'm sorry that you're there. Stephen A. Smith goes on national TV and makes a mockery every single day. You don't feel That's a little his... bad? You don't feel a no. little bad? Oh. It is. It's Christmas morning every season as a Cowboys hater. It's so good. It's never been better. Jerry Jones, thank you. And you think Thank that, you. you think that he so micromanages the team that he is involved in the team doctor's personal fashion choices. A hundred percent. Yes. So everything that happens that's bad for the Cowboys is on Jerry Jones. Yes. I think so. It's awesome. I love it. He doesn't know what he's doing. I don't think he ever did. He fired Jimmy Johnson after winning two Super Bowls, got Barry Switzer, won an extra bonus one, but that's it. He made one good move. He hired a young college coach. After that, ass. 30 straight years. I feel the the worst for Des Bryant. He got caught up in it. He was one of the only no, bright spots. He was no. He was literally on Instagram Sunday morning in a Cowboys jersey. Oh, doing a little dance, excited for the game. I said, "Des, don't you know you're free, man?" It's like I'm watching somebody who, before Juneteenth happened. Des, <laughs> get out. He just wants back in the NFL so bad. He just wants to lean on some old contacts. Just let me run a slant route. I'll wear whatever you want. I'll put a fucking cowboy hat on. The point I'm making is the cowboy season is over. 
it's week two and the Cowboys week two hasn't even begun and the Cowboys season is over and it's the, the clock's ticking. I, we've talked about this a few times, but it, it is fantastic to be an Eagles commanders or giants fan or an NFL fan. That's not a Cowboys fan. Well, it's, I mean, savor it. You'll have savor to, this Cooper rush era. That's about to come in. You'll have to check back in with Jamel about the commanders fan thing. Yeah, it's not. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do All that right. just yet. Uh, Let's uh, let's hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll get on with our week two picks. Hey guys, a little brief pause to say that today's episode of Sorry We Love Football is brought to you by Sports Drink. It's your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created, I mean a couple of years, not really new, but it's a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow, and to hate your favorite team, and our favorite team, to be honest. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social, sportsdrink.org, or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without any vowels, right? So S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K, Sports Drink, that's where they are on Instagram. It's a new brand. They're pulling this show up. If you like this show, you like Sports Drink, get at it. That's the ad read. All right, coming back on the other side. Uh, week one picks, Solomon, mm. strong showing. Hmm. Got 10 picks right. Jamel had five, I had six. It's only week one, it's early, but Danny, nicely done. That's a boat racing right there. I mean, if you just look down the line at some of these just nut hanger picks that I made, the Giants over the Titans in Tennessee, the yeah. Vikings over the Packers, everybody thought Aaron Rodgers was going to have no problems. I, you just handed me the Bucks. I mean, you handed it to me. Yeah, well, that was yeah, insane. That, we were that, dead ass what, wrong. Terrible. But, like, I, I was so close to greatness, guys. Come on. You called a tie in the Steelers Bengals game. And what were you seconds away? I was three seconds away from it being right. That's an, that's an incredible, just uh, clairvoyant moment by Jamel. He was right there. He smelled a tie in the air and he got one. It was just the wrong game. Because of the new rules and all the things that have changed about football. Week one is always going to have a tie now. Doesn't it seem like the last three seasons there's been a tie in week one? It's because two teams coming off the offseason, both nervous, not a lot of preseason going on anymore. Nobody's nobody's playing their starters. We did, and we hung 44 points on the Arizona Cardinals. But it seems to be the trend is not playing anybody during the preseason. So everybody's nervous. And when two teams are nervous, they tie. Look, well, let's let, decide. Let's decide what it's worth now. I had no business saying two points. As the, I was watching the game, I was like, "I deserve ten points if this hits." If somebody correctly calls a tie, it's more than two points on the on the season statistics. So we need to come down. Is it five? Is it ten? I it can't be ten. Listen, I I I like that it's a lot. I agree that it should be more. I got ten total points this week. Like you're you call a tie correctly one time. You're basically yeah. it's you're, like you're calling double zeros. It's like calling double zeros on roulette, dude. It's unheard of. It's unreal.
But you, you're if right. you play double zero zeros every single week for every single team, you're going to end up getting <laughs> something. You know, I mean, you can't you can't beat the system. The system is meant to correctly get picks. Your picks need to be spot on. Fine. Calling the tie should be five points. Five I'm and a willing half. Willing to go as high as eight. Five five point five. That's what I want. All right. Thank you. Hey, that you be, you. That was yeah, super if Jamel wins ties. the league by by half a point, then sure, it'll be worth it. Uh, I was in New Mexico this past weekend, you know, trying to watch the games and be a good family member. But when the tie was creeping in, I felt like I had a duty to go back into our episode and pull Jamel's prediction <laughs> just so we could put it back out there and be like, this is insane. He's probably the only person in the country who said Steelers Bengals will end in a tie. It didn't, so I, I was let off the hook. I didn't have yeah. to go in and do it, but I was right there. I was like, I kind of have to do this. It'll never happen again, boys. I got I, I got I got right up on the gates. They were tempting you, too. Wasn't that the game where there was like missed kick after mixed kick yeah. in overtime? I mean, just limp dicks flapping against each other, <sighs> and still they couldn't produce the result you wanted. You think that's a fetish? I'm sure people watching just like limp dicks, just rubbing has to be. I hope, I hope it is a fetish because that would be, it'd be great for us. They call it over 35 men. They call it sloshing (laughs) on Pornhub. If you look up sloshing at first, I was having fun with this at first. And then you said sloshing and I'm out. I'm sorry. Uh, Put a, put a poll up. Do our fans want us to rub our three limp dicks together? Put it on, on TikTok. Let them know. Guys, we're on TikTok now, and that's the sort of premium content you can expect to find on TikTok. So give us a follow on there. Uh, Thursday, Chargers at Chiefs, the Solomon special, the two mm. best quarterbacks in the game right now battling it out. But we have to start with Britt Reed pleading guilty to his DUI car crash from 2021 that lost the Chiefs the Super Bowl. Danny, justice is being served. We have to start with it? Sure. Uh, you know, obviously justice was uh, absolutely served. The guy was drunk. He hit a kid. He's not He's not going to be able to get away with it, and he didn't. That's American law for you. Well, I'm sorry to even bring it up, but that's the sort of story this show doesn't shy away from. Hey, to follow it's up. fine. You know, one week after Britt Reed pleads guilty, maybe looking at some jail time, Andy Reed... Solid as a rock, goes out there, coaches Cliff Kingsbury's ass off. Yeah, he really did. Uh, Mahomes, I've said it on here, It's he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Uh, I, I think people thought Tyreek Hill, his absence was going to just change Patrick Mahomes. Uh, no, <laughs> he was just <laughs> as good. He's one of only six players in NFL history with at least six career games with five-plus touchdown passes. He's only played 64 career games. The other guys who have five touchdown passes or more all played 240 plus games. So Mahomes is just blowing everybody out of the water. His career is insane. He could easily have two Super Bowls at this point. Um, I believe he'll be back or he'll be in the mix every year for the next 10 years as long as he doesn't get hurt. And then you have Justin Herbert on the other side. Danny, are you like, do you see this as a rivalry yet? Do you see like the Herbert Mahomes thing, like the next 10 years, like we get to watch this matchup? 
No, I mean, everybody's trying to throw their hat in the ring for who's the, uh, you know, Elway to Mahomes' Marino or vice versa. You know, probably since Mahomes has actually won the Super Bowl, we'll go the other way. But I don't think Herbert is the leader in the clubhouse. I think that's probably Josh Allen. You could also get Lamar Jackson in there, honestly, and I wouldn't be too pained about that. I just think, like, they're going to try to keep throwing these decent quarterbacks at Mahomes, and he's just going to have to keep crushing them. And and that's the only thing I worry about in this game is the narrative if we, you know, have an off game. It's a Thursday. We lost a bunch of players. We don't have a fucking kicker. We had to get our safety out there to kick field goals for us or extra points for us. I mean, you know, it, it could get ugly. I don't think it will because we're playing at home. They're on a short week, too. But I don't like how it's going to sound if Pizza Face Herbert wins this game and and everybody starts anointing him the next savior of the league or whatever. You called him a decent quarterback. I thought that was a nice little uh, little dig, a little jab. I'll put up more than 24 points in a game and then you'll be more than decent. <laughs> Uh, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa combined for 16 pressures, four and a half sacks, two turnovers caused by them, and uh, that that went over the Raiders. Are you worried about that at all? Those hey, two monsters coming off the edge. If there's one thing we are pretty good at, it's avoiding the pass rush. And I feel like this is where Andy Reid comes in. You know, he's if he's not too worried about his son, of course, he's going to scheme up some way to get around these pass rushers who are going to be running free at Mahomes. Just don't put Mahomes on the ground more than normal, and I'll be fine with it. Because I think enough dinks and dunks to Clyde Edwards-Alaire, short passes to to Juju, MBS, we'll, we'll be able to figure something out. That's what we do. I'm betting on the Chiefs here. I'm picking the Chiefs. I think the at-home thing really helps out, and the juice is going to be there for us. I'm a little nervous about it, probably more than I will be for some time, but give me the Chiefs. Jamel, what are you thinking about this game? Thursday night, Chargers at Chiefs. I think I'm not going to get to watch a second of it because I don't have Amazon Prime. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, guys, uh, Urban Meyer gave out all the free streaming sites on last week's episode, so if you need a stream... Just Bro, go listen. It was in the mailbag. It's like an hour, the last hour of the show. I was struggling. And I'm picking the Chargers be, solely because I own too much Chargers merchandise. I have multiple jerseys. I have a work helmet. I'm riding the bolts. I'm going to try to cut this five-game deficit in half in one game. Boom! Hashtag bolts for butts. You heard it. You could have really, you could have erased the whole deficit if you had gone for the tie. Mm. Nah, this game isn't ending in a tie. Mahomes doesn't do ties. I agree. I don't think Mahomes will ever tie in his career. I mean, they're just, you give them 10 minutes, one of these teams is going to score. Uh, I'm yeah. going with the Chiefs as well. I'm going to pick them all. See, I, I, I see no reason to pick against them yet. Um, so, yeah, Chiefs. Uh, Sunday, early games. Dolphins at Ravens. This is a good one. I like this game a lot. The Dolphins kicked the shit out of the Patriots. They weren't that impressive on offense, but Tua is 4-0 against the Patriots in his career. It's pretty fun. I mean, what the Patriots are, it's not even the same Patriots. 
This ain't true. Who? Here's my question for you. Who is the best player on the Patriots? Like Bill Belichick. Judon, Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the correct answer. I mean, if you, gonna were gonna, you. if you were going to trade for a New England Patriot right now, it would be Bill Belichick. William yeah, Belichick. So. Uh, William so yeah, don't, Both these teams are 1-0. <laughs> the, the Ravens beat the Jets on 9-11 in New York City. Pretty disrespectful, rude. if you ask yeah. me. Uh, Lamar in the Ravens front office just decided to walk away from the table. Lamar's just doing his own thing. The front office is, I don't know what they're hoping for. <laughs> just that he's going to bet on himself and just be amazing and get paid fat. Like, why, what are they waiting for? They're waiting for Lamar to get so mad that he goes off all season long. That's probably what it is. I they're guess. doing the thing that, you know, all these teams who, who, care about the uh the analytics and don't really care about the 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 heart of the team they they feel like they can crunch the numbers and come up with the right amount of you know uh necessity for a player i don't know how you'd say they're trying to make it so that they may not need lamar unless he's the true unlocked psycho mvp version of lamar and i think lamar is going to get it and then he's going to bounce because if they're not showing him the money that Deshaun Watson got, that's what he wants. He should be he pissed. Wants the, he wants the it's guarantee. Pretty simple. You gave a guy who assaulted every massage therapist in a city the biggest deal ever. Does Deshaun have any MVPs? No. No, sir. I mean, what's the point of handing out the goddamn trophy? Lamar is pissed. He should be pissed. He deserves more money than Deshaun Watson. The problem is Deshaun Watson didn't deserve the money he got and the guarantees. So now the quarterback market's all fucked. Angry Lamar is a good Lamar. Regular Tua is a bad Tua. I'm picking the Ravens. Yeah, give me the Crazins as well. Is the game in Baltimore? Yes, it is. Amen. I am picking the Dolphins, just a, a gut feel against the grain. I still I I like their defense a lot. I thought that they I, I know they were playing the Patriots, so it's hard to gauge. But the Ravens were playing the Jets, so that's hard to gauge as well. I mean, uh, if if Joe Flacco's career could end, he's some sort of like an undead ghoul at this point that can't be killed. <laughs> if it could end, it would have ended at the hands of the Ravens defense in week one. They are also good. I agree. Uh, this is a good game. I think this is going to be kind of a low scoring. Something weird happens. So I'm taking the Dolphins. Uh, next up, we got Jets at Browns. This is a one sentence game. Uh, my sen- Coach Sala in his post game presser said he's taking receipts on people who are mocking the Jets. Well, I got a transaction. Y'all suck. Take it to the bank, coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Browns. Uh, I really wish I didn't have to pick you. <laughs> Brissette train, keep on rolling. They got yeah. that little elf guy on the field now. Yeah. Brown town. Yeah. You know that. And you know, Brownie the elf is nasty. Yeah. New logo at midfield. He's enormous. He takes up like 25 yards, like in either <laughs> he direction. looks it's like fantastic. a fucking creep. 
No, nothing coalesces a team more than a cool logo at midfield. All right. Uh, commanders at Lions. Uh, the Lions gave my team a scare. I'll say that. I think they're kind of a good team. I think they're going to put up points. Their defense isn't as bad as they looked. Um, and on the other side, you have the Commanders who are selling mugs with their team logo in the state outline of Washington State in their stadium. Incredible. I wish, I hope that they're still in the building by the time I get there so I can demand to only pay $5 for one because I do want one. That being said, I'm definitely picking the Lions. I'm not picking the Commanders once this year. The Commanders the Commanders will win more games. I saw some some positive signs from Carson four touchdown Carson Wentz. He was nominated for FedEx Air Player of the Week. Jamel, your man listen, Carson Wentz. Listen here, man. You know how this works. We're going to look like a competent football team for about a month and a half, and then the wheels will fully come off. They almost came off in that game. In the game. <laughs> Tried I, yeah. to lose it. And 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 all that to say that the wheels will come off in this game. Dan Campbell, it's prove it time. You're it good. Is. We all love you. We love your team. You put up 35 points on a potentially shaky but still supposedly strong Eagles defense. Now it's time to start winning them. I say it starts now. Ooh, we're all picking Leon. against the commanders because I'm picking the Lions too. I liked what I saw. I really do. They get their second game uh, in a row at home. Uh, there was all these stats about how this was the first sellout for the for the Lions in a long time. So I think that the spirit is behind this team. If they lose this one, I'm with you, Danny. It's kind of like Dan Campbell. It's time to get off get off the seat, man. I mean, all the rah rah and close calls. Like you're still losing, so they have to win this game. No more moral victories. And the commanders, those three receivers, including the new rook, rookie, uh, Dotson or Doxson, he's like we said, his name Dotson is so similar is the to right. their Doxson their... was the bad one. Right. Yeah. I still can't remember, but those, they have an actually good receiving crew. So that's going to be fun to kind of track all season. Uh, Jamel, nice, nice jersey. Sporting the Terry McLaurin. Colts at Jags. This is a one sentence game. The AFC South sucks. Give me the Jags. I don't know why, but give them to me. You can have them. I'm taking the Colts. Uh, I'm with Danny. Uh, give me a Sam Adams as well. Goodness gracious. All right, let's move on. Bucks at Saints. The Saints just uh, took advantage of, of a Falcons team that that just does what they do. <laughs> They came back from 16 down with a late fourth quarter comeback. Jameis and Michael Thomas caught fire. Nice to see Michael Thomas back out there. I don't think... Did Jameis Winston go to school? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Crab Legs University. Yeah. You remember. Florida State. He went inside the building of the school. What are you trying to say, Jamel? I'm not sure what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but give me the Saints. The hell with it. Yeah, I mean, th this is an annual tradition. The Saints ownership of Tom Brady. I, I really is. love it. It's a crazy fun trend in the NFL. I'm not saying I believe in the Saints. That's not what this is about. 
Tom Brady's life is bound to fall apart completely at some point during the season. And he might keep playing through it. He might keep smiling like nothing's going on. But that personal turmoil on top of his inability to get over the Saints hump, that equals the Saints victory to me. Yeah, I mean, this is his new thorn in his side is this Saints team. They struggle to play them. It's just like when he played the Dolphins when he was a Patriot. Yep. It was, it's, it's the new version of that. Um, I'm picking the Saints as well. The Bucs didn't impress me that much. I really, I'm going to chalk that up to a just abysmal Cowboys performance. The Bucs were fine, but the Cowboys just no-showed that game. So I don't know what to make of the Bucs. The Saints, I think, can ride some of that momentum. They found something in the second half, and they're just going to keep rolling with it. Kamara did, barely did anything in that game. He's going to go off. Until Jameis gets hurt again, the Saints are decent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Patriots at Steelers. Got to be a one sentence, right? I mean, I think the Patriots are kind of... Now that we've taken the Lions out of a one sentence guaranteed, uh, I would actually put the Patriots in their place. They are god awful. So obviously I'm not picking them. Yeah. Uh, Pats are ass. Uh, no TJ Watt, no problem. Steelers. I'm on the Steelers as well, but there is one story from that Dolphins Patriots game that we haven't talked about. Did you guys see Robert, Robert Kraft at the game? No. Did you see who is, who he was sitting next to? Robert Kraft was sitting next to Mike Tyson and they were holding hands. What? At the Dolphins Patriots game. This is factual information. I mean, Robert Kraft is on record as a creepy old man, so it's just some of the things he does publicly are confusing. I would love to reward that type of behavior, but I am still on the Steelers. Mike grabbed his hand. That's (laughs) what we're not talking about. Now, which is weirder, that or O.J. Simpson showing up in a box at SoFi? Like somebody said, here you go, Mr. Simpson. Here are your tickets to the luxury box for this Bills Rams game. He's royalty. Bills royalty. We covered that earlier. OJ Simpson, I I would have to say, is the bigger story. Money's still green, I guess, in America. (laughs) I guess it is. Uh, Okay, I, I skipped one, actually. Panthers at Giants. Oh, yeah. Well, good reason to skip that. It's one sentence game. Um, Saquon's back and I'm happy for him. I really am. Uh, that was a great performance. He went head to head with Derrick Henry and out Derrick Henry him. I thought Saquon was the better running back in week one. You know, there's something about, and I called this, this was really at the heart of my Browns pick last week. There's something about how much Baker Mayfield wants to prove himself in Carolina. That's going to make it not happen. There are just those people who just, you know, they're fighting against inertia, against entropy, and just the 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 gods are are just united against them. And I feel like that's Baker Mayfield. He would be it'd be so fun if he was a winner. That one season where he got to the playoffs was fun. But people just don't want to put a smile on that face, I think. And even though the Giants he's got are small ass, lips. He's got tiny little lips. Yeah. He's just got his eyes are a little too close together. I'm, you know, there's lots of reasons why maybe he's been cursed, but 
curse continues. I don't like the Giants at all. But they can beat the Panthers. I'm sticking with the Panthros. Uh, Robbie Anderson is going to have 1 million points and never make my fantasy starting lineup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that he's one of those perpetual guys where he just goes off every every a few times a season. He's on your bench. You never know when to play him, but he is good for those. He'll explode a few times. I'm going for the Panthers as well. I can't close my eyes and picture the Giants at 2 and 0. It just it, it feels too weird. At home against the Panthers? Yeah. I mean, it's it's on a platter, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Disgusting. They were afraid to let him win that game. They asked Saquon Barkley to go 80 yards and get a two-point conversion, and he did. Look, <laughs> Danny Dimes is wearing my crown. He's going to win this week. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Let's get to the afternoon games. Uh, Falcons at Rams. As Danny just mentioned, OJ literally attended the last Rams game. Will he show up here? He doesn't really have a reason to, other than maybe he just is a season ticket holder now. Um, Still in Bill's gear? (laughs) Why not? Uh, Falcons, we mentioned. Oh, man. I can't imagine being a Falcons fan. They blow more games than any team. They lead their fans on. And they lose in stupid ass ways. Marcus Mariota fumbled a snap on third down with like a minute left in the game. They give up like a 50 yard pass to Michael Thomas. It's pathetic. It's weird that the city of Atlanta cares because it's such a fun place. Like they don't need to watch football. The strip club has the best wings in the city. But when the Falcons are good, it's like one of the best places to be a good team. Like we remember the early Vic teams, the Matt Ryan teams, like you are getting uh, Julio Jones rap songs. Like that's what's possible when the, the Falcons are good. Is Man, that, I'm picking this... the Rams. Rams! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hate to, we're, we're agreeing far too much for my taste this week, but I am going to have to pick the Rams. Although, you know, this is vindication for Matt Ryan. It's clearly not his fault that they give up these late. True. The team is poisoned. Okay. Moving on. Seahawks at Niners. You guys remember when this rivalry was like the best in the entire league? Sure. Seems like a long time ago. Michael Crabtree chains being pulled. Cap was great. And then you have the Niners now. Sloppy as fuck. Ton of penalties. Trey Lance looked awful. I know it was a monsoon or whatever, but so we're going to have to hold off canceling him as of na- yeah. yet. It was but a monsoon of dicks. That's what it, it was. was. It was him throwing dick balls. I mean, it's not like <laughs> Justin Fields <laughs> now, had trouble putting up more points than him. <laughs> hold on. What is a dick ball? Is a dick ball where you throw it, you release it from your dick? I'm trying to I'm so I'm picturing the the limp sloshing dicks that we were talking about earlier. Uh-huh. And that's like just those raining down on Soldier Field or whatever the fuck company names it now. Yeah. The NRG Soldier Field experience or whatever, whatever the fuck dick limp dicks falling out of the sky like gotcha. little gummy worms. And that's what he's throwing out there. I mean, it's it Another team 
with another second year quarterback who does a lot of the same things that Trey Lance does beat him. So he's not as good as Justin Fields. And therefore he's not that good. He doesn't have the weapons that Trey Lance has. Justin Fields doesn't have the coaching ingenuity or creative play calling that Trey Lance has. So that was, that was kind of gave me an alert. He also raised my eyebrows. Where's like, what the fuck is going on here? He doesn't have the lack of job security that Trey Lance has also. I mean, Jimmy G, you better start warming up back there because that oh, I, knew. I, Trey Lance was my fantasy quarterback, so I'm pissed. That's all I guess. I'm not all the way out on Trey Lance yet. I do think this thing can can work, but that was a horrible first showing. I, I I watched a lot of that game and I was not impressed. I've seen some 49ers propaganda floating around Twitter saying, you know what? It actually wasn't too bad of a showing. And I'm like, it was bad. No. I watched it. You can't PFF your way out of this one. You can't. Uh, you guys buying Geno Smith stock? How about that? Seahawks getting the win. Hey, Geno <laughs> one of the funniest games was playing for his life. I don't know where Russell Wilson's testicles are, but that's mm. besides the point. What a game! That was rough. I mean, we could do a whole essay. Another full hour and a half TED talk on what happened with Russell Wilson there. I, I mean, he he really can't go to a place where an old white man will believe in him. There's just no way he can get that kind of trust for some reason. I don't think that Geno Smith can really extend this juice beyond this one game that he had to win to prove himself to be the rightful quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. So I guess that means by default, I'm picking the Niners. Ugh. I'm rolling with the Sklee Hawks. Wow. The Legion of Boom is back, Jack. <laughs> I was in the you new know, Jamal, Jamal, Jamal Adams is out for the season. Hurt. Yeah. It's crazy. He got hurt it again every, last night? Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's gone. It happens every year to that guy. You can't see it, but I Jamel know. has completely fainted. Uh, I'm but sticking he is with locked, him. Right yeah, I was going to say, he's locked into his Seahawks pick. There's no take backsies. Uh, I'm picking the Niners as well, but I do not feel good about it because I don't know what Trey Lance is. I don't know what the mood in that stadium is going to be. The 0-1 Niners coming in with a quarterback who is playing like ass. They have a good quarterback behind him. It's going to be a strange first quarter if he comes out flat it, it really is it's going to be so all need horizontal f- runs it's going to be just like well they need to score on the running game they need an early score to get him comfortable and get the fans off his ass it's going to look um, like an army navy game out there just ooh, like triple oh options <laughs> hey the, the, the seahawks got a couple good backs too if i'm not mistaken it was ronald perry or whatever <laughs> uh I think the Se- that was the Seahawks' full season. Yeah, they're ha- I think if they don't win another game, they're like great season. We did it. Yeah, they're fantastic just fantastic work. They're post-coital right now. They're just feeling too good. They're not going to be able oh, to get yeah. it up again. <laughs> okay, moving on. Bengals at Cowboys. Cooper wow. Rush. <laughs> this is already one of my favorite Cowboy seasons of all time. It's a full-on implosion. I know I covered it earlier, but I am loving this. 
I'm picking the Bengals despite also being a little bit worried about Joe Burrow. But come on, it's fucking Cooper Rush. Well, the thing about the Bengals is their offensive line is still ass. Yes. They retooled it, and those tools stink. That's To me, that's a more fixable problem than Cooper Rush starting at quarterback. I got to ask you, both you guys, really, is your dream to have Jerry Jones like suffer through a horrible Cooper Rush season and then just die? because And that's like his last memory that he has of the Cowboys. It's in play. What's the alternative? <laughs> yeah, it's close to my dream, but what's what's the other side it's of that? It's like coin he, look you like? know, does do you want to see him get to the Super Bowl and lose? I mean, what would be the most epic way for him to feel bad before croaking? Because that's I feel like that's how he's gming this team. He's gming against the clock. He oh, feels like misses. death is close. L- missing the playoffs at the hands of us, losing to that's the Commandments. Right. In what, like week 15? When do we got them at the end of this year? They always schedule us around fucking Christmas. We got to play the Cowboys. It's bullshit. But we win this game. Cooper Rush throws nine picks. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. Who you guys like in this game? I guess I'm picking the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals, like, like, I think their line sucks, but T. Higgins and Jamar Chase do not, so... Yeah, big Bengals rebound game. I think they write the ship on this one, and then we're talking about them like they're good again. Uh, God, I wish this next one was a one-sentence game, but it can't be. Texans at Broncos. (laughs) I'll start by saying I'm picking against the AFC South every opportunity I get, so I'm choosing the Broncos in this game. But we have to spend a little bit of time on Russell Wilson. and Whose decision was that? I... Don't know. It didn't seem like the coach asked him to do that. It didn't seem like Russell knew what he wanted to do. It was a meltdown. It was a just full on. I'm unaware of how much time I have left meltdown. Furthermore, I only needed one more fantasy point from this piece of shit. (laughs) It's fourth and five for the game. He has to throw the ball. I mean, that that stat that I saw, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, but it was that if it was a year ago on the day, that 64-yard kick would have been the longest in NFL history. So the fact that he's going for kicks with not Justin Tucker. Outside, too. Justin Tucker made an indoor. It was long enough. It was long enough, though, yeah. They can all kick it that long now, but it's fucking hard to kick that thing straight. Kick it through the uprights. That's the secret. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So, and also, I mean, both of his running backs fumbled on the one. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it the, wasn't totally on Russ, but that no, was it wasn't. obscene. That was an obscene way to end the game. I mean, let's be real. The Russ's great crime is that he's the corniest dude in football. God, he's maybe the such cor- a corniest dork. All of professional sports, perhaps. I can't think of anyone who has reached these levels of pure kernel corn. And that doesn't affect his play on the field. It doesn't affect how his coaches call the games. It really isn't his fault. But he's so fucking corny 
that the team he won a Super Bowl for and went back to another one with booed him. And all the players on that team shat on him after the game, including Richard Sherman, his supposed best friend. Seattle, like, when did Seattle get an attitude? (laughs) This town where every kind of person drives a Subaru Outback? But look, Danny's right about this. This is a Russell Wilson personality disorder outcome because Marshawn Lynch went to the Raiders. When Lynch comes home, beloved. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter that some of the players left. Richard Sherman comes home, beloved. I mean, Doug Baldwin tweeted some kind of like a meme, you know, kind of like an eyeballing the score kind of meme. And it's like, Doug Baldwin, your whole career is thanks to Russell Wilson. The, The fact that you were blowing up all those years was all Russell Wilson time. And you're shitting on him like you never had those good times together. I can't, I can't even put my finger on what it is besides the corniness. Well, yeah, it's just, he's just the most... He's too he's too into being a husband. He's raising other people's kids. He's just the the a textbook simp. That's it. That's the perfect word. Super simp. He just his girlfriend wants to go to church all the time and he loves it. He's wearing those stupid boots. She Prom costume. She, she held withheld sex from him until marriage knowing full well that he was a virgin and she'd probably fucked many, many times. That's simpy. Yeah. (laughs) And now that results in him clapping when McManus misses a 64-yard field goal. Or or cameras on Russ, he claps and walks across the field to shake hands. High-fiving air (laughs) before the game. I mean, what is it? Those those weird practice moves he does on the field. He was weirdly like in a good mood after the game in his post game conference the the personalities of Russell Wilson are incredible i almost want to put the crown on him like he's sure. kind of the most entertaining or fascinating player in the league but we have to move on oh, you we can, all picked the broncos you can yeah, call yeah. him russell simpson mm. kind of works it kinda works a little <laughs> i am also <laughs> picking the broncos i i liked how feisty the texans were though it's this is a tough one We're all Broncos there. Uh, Cardinals at Raiders. Derek Carr fucking sucks, right? Why did... I, I don't know why Devonta Adams did this or what this team is going to be, but he sucks. You picking the Cardinals, despite how awful they looked. I yeah, would love it if the Cardinals... Bad at home. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with the Raiders still. I don't care. Yeah, Jamel's right. I would love it if the, if the Cardinals show that they were actually a pretty good team against and beat the Raiders who, you know, would then be 0-2 and basically irrelevant in our division. But the Cardinals looked like dog shit, man. They looked way worse. And it's not Kyler. Kyler's better than Derek Carr, but the team around him, yuck. Okay. Two Raiders. I'm going Cardinals. I don't know why. Didn't watch much of that game. Just saw Mahomes highlights, but... Kyler early in the season is supposed to be okay. So Sunday night, Bears at Packers. Bears are 1-0. Packers are 0-1. The Bears got their feel-good story out of the way. Do you think they can 
maybe kind of perhaps make some waves in this game? Or is it time for a fucking reality check? Here's what I think. This is a one-sentence game. I agree. Ooh. Hot Sorry. Takes. We got to talk I'm about Aaron my... Rodgers every time he fucking rolls his eyes now. He does it that nine hurts. times a game. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Guys, go, go back to the woods and do ayahuasca or whatever. Stop dressing like it's Con Air. <laughs> Done with the That's all I book. want. And he's so pouty. He throws to a receiver, drops the ball. He's a new guy. First game, drops a bomb from Aaron Rodgers in a high-pressure situation that could have been a touchdown. Fine, it happens. You go back to the guy. You show you're confident with him. Nope. Aaron Rodgers disowns him like he did with his whole family. That's the kind of guy he is. You're not going to have anybody left, man. That's what this narcissism does. I'm dangerously close. I'm so close to calling a tie here. (laughs) I mean, five points, dude, staring you right in the prime time. A primetime tie is tough. Usually they happen kind of buried in in a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like there's too many TV timeouts. Everybody's going to get an extra couple chances to get their wits about them. So it's not going to be a tie, but it's a tough one to call. I'm picking the Packers. Yeah, gross as it seems, I'm picking the Packers too. I just Bears two and zero. I mean, what what, what year is this? Yeah, what are, yeah, what are we talking about? Uh, watch watch Jamel's head explode right now, guys. We have two Monday Night Football games this week. In week two, two Monday Night games. It's going to happen a few times this season. The schedule took me by surprise as well. First game is Titans at Bills. Monday Night Football game. A little matinee One starts sentence. at like four around Bills. here. Yeah. Yeah. This is a blowout yeah. of disgusting proportions. <laughs> the Bills had four turnovers on the road against this defending Super Bowl champions and still won by like more than three touchdowns. <laughs> Look, it, I we now established that a tie is, is five points. Can I bet on a Bills victory and they hang a 40-burger? I get nothing for the pick if they don't hang that 40. Mm. But if I do, maybe a couple of, maybe a little juice on the side. You get two. You'll take two. If you're willing to give up your one, we'll give you two. 2.5. How about that? All right. I'm establishing it as a rule for now, but I'll just go Bills. Okay. 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 Fair. Uh, We're all Bills there. I mean, look, the Titans could have won that game, but the ending was pitiful. They did the stupid shit where they had time, but then they had Tannehill kind of run to the hash, lose like five yards for no reason, and then set up a game-losing kick opportunity. It's the same thing with the Seahawks. We see it time and time, year in year, season and season again. If you play like a coward, the football gods look down on it. Go gain more yards. You had plenty of time. They could have easily won that game. Fucking Titans. All right. I just noticed that this game is in Buffalo. Give me that 40 burger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, I'm you're, up too you're much. just, I'm up. they're going to win by 40. Or you're saying they're going to no, score no. 40. They're going to score 40. They have to win okay. and score okay. 40 plus, which they should do a lot this season. So it's a good bet. But, you know, if they win 38 to six, then Danny loses. So I'll take it. Funny. Last one, Vikings at Eagles. This is the main course. Two 1-0 teams. I will be attending this game, the Eagles home opener on Monday Night Football with my buddy Evan Weber. Just two guys rooting on their team. A.J. Brown is a problem. 
Jalen Hurts is a problem. Our Justin defense Jefferson is a problem. problem. Justin right. Jefferson uh, is a problem. Uh, uh, yeah. Just pick the Eagles. Get wow. out of here. You're picking the Get Eagles. It. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm picking the Eagles. Fellas. Against that high-flying Kirk Cousins offense. I, I mean, where, where's the lie? I, you know, they've just waxed Aaron Rodgers. You think Jalen Hurts is going to be that big of a deal? Justin Jefferson looks like an alien out there. You guys really should have picked him in the draft. Yeah, it's one of the worst things we've ever done. You got A.J. Brown now. That'll compensate. But I don't know, man. Who do you got on Justin Jefferson? Is it Slay? You got Slay on Slay. Slay, you know, he'll do his best. He's going to get... Justin Jefferson's going to get his. He just ate up Jair Alexander, so... Look, I, I mean, I, I I like the Eagles this season. I'm not going to lie. I hate that I, I feel good about the Eagles. I feel like it's almost too easy to win the NFC East for you guys. I think that's a done deal, sewn up. So in this game, you don't really need it. Give me the Vikings. We need it because I'm going to be there, and I need to feel good after the game. You're bad luck, having bro. made this decision to fly across the country to go to a fucking Monday night game. It's bad luck. Not- we should have all gone to Vegas to see some kind of a Raiders game, but you guys didn't do that. You got to go to your own little hometowns and watch your own little hometown teams in your stadiums. That's the curse. It played out in my favor. It it kind of fell into my lap. I curse you both to do this. You will never witness a victory live. Wow. It's like that. I got the Eagles in this game because I just need it. I need it. Okay. That's our week two slate. Let's move on to this week's mailbag. You've got mail. Every week, the Sorry We Love Football offices are flooded with packages, envelopes, various mail, full of your fan listener mail. I'm going to pick up an envelope right now. I'm just going to go for it. I have a letter sitting right here. Uh, it is from Cooper Rush. I got a letter from Cooper Rush. It says, Hey, Cowboys Nation, this is your QB1, Cooper Rush. Let me be the first to say that I'm totally geeked to go to battle every single week with Coach Mac and the boys. Me, Zeke, CeeDee, and Micah are your new team captains. Buckle up. It's going to be a rip-roaring cowboy season, which promises to be fun for the whole family. Oh, what? what's that? I'm getting word that I'm no longer starting, and we've signed Cam Newton. Well, that that makes me sad. I thought I got to be the main cowboy this season. I guess I'll go back to the bench now. Aww. Signed Cooper Rush. That was kind of sad. He was so excited. <laughs> was he Damn. like a like a morning sh- zoo DJ or something? What was the the it, voice yeah. on him? I don't know. Was that a voice memo you me. got? That was like the the handwriting just felt like it sounded like that, you know? <laughs> So it was no, all I, that was me doing it, but that's what it looked like. It's fair. Uh, Cam so, Newton. I, you know, I would say, I don't you think Mason Rudolph? Don't they just pluck Mason Rudolph out from yeah. wherever he's at in, in Pittsburgh and dust him off, give his racist ass a chance to start? Speaking of uh, Mason Rudolph, he was gifted uh, a pair of black Air Force Ones by Coach Mike Tomlin, as was the entire team. But feels uh, curious that. Mason Rudolph would would be sporting those at any point. 
You know, that's uh, interesting that you mentioned that, Dan. Uh, my letter oh. this week comes from uh, Beaverton, Oregon, Nike campus. Uh, oh. Greg Puganis from Beaverton, <laughs> Oregon is written in. He says, hey, guys, big fan of the show. I'm also writing in from Nike headquarters. Uh, I'm the team lead on NFL distribution. That means I'm the guy that all the teams have to coordinate with to get all of the new Nike gear. And we'd like to address a grave error that we made. Mike Tomlin put in an order for Black Air Forces for the entire Steelers roster, which we were happy to fulfill, but we made the mistake of sending a pair to Mason Rudolph. Mason, we're going to need you to return those Black Air Forces as soon as possible. And if you don't, the black Israelites in Pittsburgh are going to come see you. Just return the shoes. It's fine if you've worn them already. There won't be any penalty. And we will be happy to send you a pair of dirty white Air Forces <laughs> that a white woman with large feet wore. They broke them in for you already. They went to a couple farmer's markets. We're just going to need those shoes back right away because we actually don't have any control over the black Israelites, but they do know where you live. Anyway, thanks, guys. Deuces. Greg Puganis. Kind of a threatening letter from Greg. I mean, it sounds serious. It did. <laughs> I certainly didn't know they were black Israelites in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. but Oh, they got them. No, Good to know they're everywhere. They, yeah, yeah. There's always, there's a train station in every city where they hang out. <laughs> Danny, you got a letter? Yeah, you know, I actually found there's this one mailbag that has a little hole at the bottom. So I just grabbed the letter from the bottom. Uh, all right, here we go. Hey guys, big fan of the show. This is Giselle Boonchin. And I hope you remember to pronounce the umlaut in my name. I guess the only thing you've heard from me this season is when I tweeted, Go Bucks. But I've had a couple of capirinhas, and I'm ready to give my favorite podcast an exclusive that even TMZ couldn't get. If old man Tom wants to play until his social security check kicks in, that's fine with me, because I've moved on. I'm seeing a new guy now, a man who barely gives a shit about football. That's right, it's Kyler Murray. It's so refreshing to be with a guy who isn't obsessed with work, and the best part is that when we make love, I can lift him up. So, Tom, I hope you have fun getting sacked every week. And if you're looking for your precious Simmons Beautyrest mattress, it's burning right now on our lawn. Go Redbirds or whatever. <laughs> Huge story. No. Swiffle exclusive. Giselle Man, is, is seeing. Oh, man. She likes a guy. She's seeing red. Who Giselle can... is seeing red. She likes to call the plays. She wants. She wants the control. She wants a guy who will just sit on the couch with his headphones in, and attend to her sexual needs when asked. It's pretty simple. Oh man, that's sad. Kyler Murray home wrecker. home was came. It was pre wrecked, dude. The home was pre wrecked, dude. This isn't Kyler's fault. He's just a young. Uh, whippersnapper that just is getting taken advantage of. Yeah, it's like Charlie Sheen in Major League, dude. Like he didn't know yeah. that that was Dorn's wife. 
It looks like when you see those stories about like a Florida teacher who fucks her student and she's like crazy hot and blonde, just a little bit older. And he's like just this tiny little toddler of a a man. Vaguely Latino, maybe (laughs) (laughs) racially ambiguous child. Yeah. He's like, it's never just a white kid. They have to have a tan. They have to have a tan that excites a older white woman. Uh, let's do our final thoughts for the week. Uh, Danny, what's your final thought? I guess, you know, I was, I, I saw John Hamm was the guy they had to do kind of the opening promo for the kickoff game. I'm just wondering like, what kind of celebrity is John Hamm? Like what level is he at? Because he does big movies, I guess. And he does these big prestige NFL things that would usually have like Tom Cruise in them, but then he's doing progressive ads where like flow won't fuck him. What is the, wh- how do we see John Hamm? I just, it's not even a thought. It's just a question. I need to know, is he B list B plus it's been bothering. I'm me. with you on this because I think he was perfect as Don Draper. And that's kind of all he, we see him as it's one of those where he was, it's like Gandolfini. He's Tony Soprano. And I think he had more range than, than uh ham has, but you know, Ham is starring in the new Fletch movie that's coming straight to streaming. So I Which think is, that's yeah. right about what he, where he should be. It's like a five hundred dollars well, movie. He's, he's in Fletch three that's coming straight to Amazon. It's look, it's 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 been a tough few years to be a white male uh, with Army Hammer eating bitches. Mm-hmm. It's like it's even harder. You know what I'm saying? To be hot and a white guy with one of them chins. We all hate Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all there's so many examples of just classically symmetrical faced white guys having a rough go of things. And I don't know what's going to fix it, but I think I have John Hamm as a B minus celeb. So that's where Flo's cutoff is. If you're B, maybe (laughs) she'll sleep with you. B minus. Get the fuck out of my face. Get out of here. Get some insurance or get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) Jamel, what's your final thought? Uh, my final thought is to everybody in the DC Comedians Fantasy League, you have not heard the last from me. Sure, I lost by one point. But you know what? It was a great showing. 133 with two zeros. Cam Akers and Cole Komet. It's fine, guys. I'm not even going to say you can suck my dick. I don't even want head from either of you. Enjoy time on the bench. We've got things figured out. The Wombats live to fight another day. Go Wombats. Now that we're not all not in a league anymore, we can just root for each other's fantasy Beautiful. teams. Uh, I lost by less than one point myself in my Eagles league, which uh, it hurt for sure. But I'm, I'm with you. I, I feel good about we second highest scoring team in the of the in the league, which sucks. But uh, my final thought is I'm going to the game. I will be doing next week's Sorry We Love Football from Philadelphia. Hopefully extremely excited about the events from the previous night. So until then, sorry for the extra long episode. Sorry. I'm I'm going to go pee in the break. Yeah. I was going to say, sorry. My team is still good. Sorry. (laughs) Haters. (laughs)